Hey, extra time podcast, Venantia, and yes, uh, this is just my immediate reaction to the double game week 28. It's, uh, it hasn't ended yet, but it's just fair if I give you guys just an immediate reaction that might help you to plan your double game week 29. <laughs> yes, so... Uh, let me see if I can use my app as I record at the same time so that I ge- you can also hear my immediate reaction. First and foremost, man, how, how are you? How's, uh, how's your team right now? Are you happy or do you just want this season to end? Ama, do you still feel like, ah, damn, I should have, you know, usually that I should have moment in uh, FPL where you captain the wrong guy and it's just something else. So... Uh, let me log in into my FPL app the same time as you do. Did I introduce myself? Yes, my name is Venant. Yeah, bro. Ah, yeah. So, so the app is uh, updating the scores and everything. And I see I have... Uh, let me see. Okay. I have 39 points. Yes, I have 39 points with uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten players to eleven players to actually the whole team is just play you know and uh i predict i'm gonna get i think i'm gonna get almost an 80 because 39 is low for a single game week but I bet, uh, let me see, uh, Wolves and Watford. Yeah, I think that's where Wolves are getting their clean sheet. And I think that's when Jimenez might score. Uh, Southampton and Newcastle. I don't think Newcastle, and I don't think Southampton will keep a clean sheet on this game because Newcastle are coming on form, like they are on form right now. However, I see Southampton winning this game. So I think the Che Adam owners and the Broha, I think this is when they actually pay off. Yes, I think WordPress might be involved, but I wouldn't expect much from this him. However, Newcastle have been on form, so I fancy them to score, actually. Weirdly enough, I fancy them to score. Uh, Chelsea, away to Norwich. I think this is going to be one of those 1-3 games. There, there won't be a clean sheet, but maybe you'll get points from the defenders yes so which leads me to my first point between now and the season end please guys make sure you buy players who are either on the receiving end of set pieces like they take the headers and stuff or make sure they are players who are actually taking the set pieces so they like uh, somebody like Trent Alexander-Arnold is a very perfect example because he takes set pieces, he takes corners, he takes free kicks. So that's somebody who you need to consider between now and the season end because a lot of goals are going to come from set pieces between now and the season end. So you might as well just 
put yourself in a better position when you have one defender who's uh, doing all that work. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I have Rudiger, who I think will score before the season ends. Um, that's one of those player defenders who I'm talking about. Ah, Liverpool, Walichapa, West Ham, 1-0. And these are the players who even... Well, well, that game will be Naisha. These are the players who I was just thinking about. Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, Luis Diaz, and Mane. Simple, simple. Like, if you can afford these players, you are good. Because, for example, Mane, Mane is cheap. Cheaper than Salah. So, that's an advantage. Luis Diaz is cheaper than... Jota, that's another advantage. But Trent, if you put your captain armband on Trent, Trent, when you look at his season, this season, right, he has been challenging Salah for FPL points. And the gap between them is not usually large, except for double game weeks. Like they were, uh, the other one where Salah gifted us 52 points. And the people who triple captained him. So they also got a lot of points from him so you see that's just something uh you need to note so yeah i bet if you have trent alex uh money and luis diaz you're gonna perform well uh this season okay quickly let's march on to crystal palace uh, they beat Wolves 2-0. I didn't, I didn't see this one coming. And Zaha. Zaha is definitely the master of Crystal Palace player if you intend to buying them. Now, this is what I can tell you. Don't flock your team with the KDBs. At you have KDB, Bernardo Silva, and Canseo. When you can sell Bernardo Silva for Zaha, you know, or Foden. Like, don't just triple up on these expensive players. This will be the best time to spread your money around uh, the small teams too. Because these teams are also scoring. Like, somebody like Zaha will outperform, let's say, a player like Mares in the long run. Because Mares will is not guaranteed to play every game, but Zaha is, you know. So... Don't just be blinded by the big, big four teams. Also, look at these other teams. You know, some somebody like um, like a Ben Me. You know, he gets the set pieces he scores whenever he plays, and he keep he keeps a uh, clean sheet. Even though they are from a Burnley team, which is fighting relegation, but Ben Me has his me moments. You know, yes. So let's move on to number three. Coutinho, Ings, Watkins. Those are the players who are on form right now in uh, Aston Villa. And if you bought one of these players, as I said in the last podcast, then you should just enjoy lunch today because you really deserve it. Uh, moving on. Uh, what did I write here? James. Oh, with Chelsea. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Chelsea players. This after after the double game week. Just do a very good minus eight and get uh, two Chelsea defenders. So like a James and a Rudiger. And 
get yourself a Harvard's a ZH or Pulisich. Even though, honestly, this is what I'd advise if, if you really want to pursue. Chelsea have very good fixtures between now and the season end. I think if you have ZH, Harvard's, and uh, James, you are very good. You are very good, but no, a lot of points from Chelsea will, will come from the clean sheets. So it's, it's a risk that you should be willing to take. Me personally, I will be willing to take such a risk because when ZH scores, it's like, it, it's like a double digit guaranteed, you know. So, and Chelsea have very good or rather easy fixtures. And I don't fancy them to just score 1-0, 2-0. I think it's going to be a goal first. I think it's going to be the 4-1s, the 5-0s. It's going to be like that. So, well, now that I've said that now, it will be good to just invest in the defense. So just look at them. The only tough fixture they have is Manchester United at game week 37. So that's just that. Ah, yeah. Um, Burnley should just be relegated, poor performance, and I regret wasting my double game week uh, hits on them. Uh, with Newcastle, I was right about Fraser. As I said in the last, last, like three podcasts ago, I'm usually ahead of time with these decisions, and I usually tell you people, just follow whatever I'm telling you. It makes sense. Because I just don't make a transfer for this week. I also see next week and the other week. And, you know, and it's just long-term uh, decision-making. They're just like, there are teams like Everton in double gaming 29. They are at home. That will be a quick free transfer. Get Richarlison in, you know, and they're good. But after that... I might sell him because I think they are uh, away to Man City or something. I'm not sure, but I think the fixtures are going to be a bit tough from there. But for the double gimmick, I will definitely buy. I'm definitely buying Richarlison. Yes. Um, what else do you guys need to know about FPL? Nah, nah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But I will talk about other leagues just for a few minutes then as uh, I sign out. Hey, first and foremost, yo, when it comes to La Liga, those cameras are on point. <laughs> those cameras are on point, man. Like, the way they zoom in and just focus on the play, you can't even see the fans behind them. It's just on another level, yo. Like, those cameras, hey, they need... And I've seen even Premier League. I, I saw the Manchester uh, Derby. I saw they also have those lenses where... The lenses focuses on uh, the player. Yeah, they, they are here. So it's not that the Premier League cameras need to upgrade. They also have the same thing. It's just that the La Liga one, it's like they've added a filter that makes it Instagram-ish, you know. So they, I still watch, I still enjoy the Premier League cameras. They're still good. It's, to me, it's still the best. It's just that with the La Liga... One, they've done a lot of color saturation, like they have edited their their lenses in such a way that it captures the colors and all. You know, it's just different. But still, the Premier League to me is still the best. I still hold them high. It's not a competition, but I'm just taking note. Uh, La Liga also next season is going to be amazing because 
Barcelona seems to have gotten its mojo back. Real Madrid are once again showing that they are the best. And Atletico are once again going to be the underdogs. I don't know. Because to me, the best underdogs are Real Betis, who I think they're number four or something. So they have been playing amazing football too. Where there's the Sevillas and the Valencias and the Villarreals. I don't know what's up with them, but they also need to step up. We cannot just be seeing them every time in Europa. You know, when we really need to see some changes. I know Sevilla played... Uh, Sevilla played uh, uh, UCL, but we also need to see other teams. I grew up watching Valencia versus like Leverkusen or something, you know, in your UCL. So we need to bring those teams back again. Mm. Serie is also amazing. I was uh, disappointed by what's it called. Um, Napoli, because I had my money on Napoli beating Milan, but Giroud, Giroud, banner, this guy, <sighs> one of the best though, one of the best of our generation, I totally put my trust in the guy, because I believe he is one of the best, so Giroud did what he did best, he came in and he scored, and it was amazing, so, um, AC Milan are top of the league. And this in league is interesting because it's just a difference of points right now. And it's one of those, if you make a mistake and draw, ah, that's it, man. You really have to go for the kill. And AC uh, Milan are just showing us how they are the best. Inter Milan, however, there are a couple of mistakes they've done that... You know, what I like about Milan is they somehow... Inter Milan, yani, they somehow find a way of getting lucky in, in some op or people's uh, opinion. It seems like they get lucky, but in reality, these players are amazing. So, you should watch Syria right now more than the Premier League. I think that's the point I'm telling you. And I'm going to confirm this statement again at the end of the season and tell you why. Because you would have missed a lot. Because uh, if you just watch Premier League alone, you're probably one of those players who's wondering why Lukaku came back to uh, the Premier League and it was just a waste of money. But if you watch Syria, you knew what Lukaku did at Inter Milan. You would never say such a thing again. You know? So that's just uh, as much as uh, uh, Syria is concerned. Um... Yeah, Griezmann, yeah, should just go back to Atletico Madrid. They should just make that deal permanent because I don't see his space in the Barcelona team right now. Him is just... Because remember, Coutinho is still in Barcelona. So him, I don't... I just don't see that uh, happening. Uh, Bayern scored all goals in their draw versus uh, Frankfurt and I was a bit surprised with this game. Bayern, let's just say Bayern, they've won the league and they will buy the and they buy the best players to come play for them. I wouldn't be surprised if Nkunku is scooped up by Bayern. I wouldn't be surprised. But that's what that's how they conduct their football, you know. And that draw, it was one of those reminders that hey, it's just it's not it's like they usually they, there are also bad days. 
in uh, in the office in the office now being banned usually bad days too you know we don't just win every time and these are the games that you need to like i really always, always want to hear what the manager said after the game and what certain players said past the post match now if they meant just to learn about their mentality you know so by by that's that ah, man i i am a bvb supporter but i realize something about myself is i am a Haaland supporter and because he is on bvb i follow bvb however if he leaves bvb at the end of this season i'm leaving bvb and if he goes to another league um i think i might be a leipzig fan because i like nkunku so i'll be there because of nkunku so i'm just saying that uh right now yes so that's just it now for now um i think i'll do a, one more podcast before the game week 29 begins so that just to confirm who you need to pick and who you should just avoid so up until next time fpl responsibly and see you at the top